semi-finals last night so I am done with the speak off challenge which I think now that I've had some time to decompress about it and really look at it a little bit more objectively it it totally was my fault it wasn't technology's fault it wasn't you know it wasn't anything so I have to take ownership of it And the other thing I need to do is I'm about to enter, you know, three days of hardcore conferencing online. And if I kept my pissy pants on about it, I'm going to blow a once in a lifetime experience, you know, by not being involved and engaged in learning and all that stuff. So who would I really punish in the end? I would punish myself for wanting to be aggravated. So that's my conclusion on that. It's it's making me really look in the mirror and well about you know why was it so important? Obviously I wanted to share the message, but did I get, you know, is is my ego bruised? Is it what's my problem right now? And I think I'm going to digest that for a little. However, I can say that I already know some of the good that came out of it. I mean, I've, I've networked with some other people. I got to watch other people's stories. I met Eric, who will be my coach now. That's one of the things I'm a little, that's, <laughs> that's one of the emotions is I'm like, Matt, well, mad isn't right the right word, but almost like if I had I had personal coaching for, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes with the winner from last year and I still couldn't get it right. You know, that's what the negative voices want to say. And really, when it came down to it, it wasn't that I didn't have a speech that could have moved on. It was that I got frustrated by the technology and and just became a jerk about it instead of staying calm. Totally my fault. The other thing I'm wondering is I don't generally eat a lot of carbs. And this is me playing Dr. Bobby on myself. But I had had a sub and I had had a pizza. Not a whole pizza, but I had more carbs than normally. And I'm wondering if the carbs, like the sugar part of the carbs, is part of what made my emotions more volatile. Because I had nothing else to be, you know, that ramped up about I mean other than you know nerves and stress with the competition so anyway I am gonna reset myself and this is one of those times where it's not coming easy so when I tell you we have to do things that we don't always like I I don't like the idea of trying to put my big girl pants on and I know I will once I'm involved you know engaged and and moving forward, but the thought of it right now is like, no, I want to have my pity party and feel bad for myself and, you know, do all that. So I'm going to, this is it. From here on in, I'm going to 
just move forward with a smile on my face and try to take advantage of the next few days. <sighs> okay, halfway through. I didn't even tell you our reading yet. Here we go. April 30th. Our quote is by Pierre Corneille. By speaking of our misfortunes, we often relieve them. <laughs> it's one of those mornings I didn't read it before I started talking to you. So how appropriate is that? I whined and now I could relieve them. In addiction, we were isolated and alone, ashamed to share our thoughts and feelings with other people for fear of rejection. We lived with denial and dishonesty. With no close friends to mirror our lives, we had no objective view of how we were doing. Now, in recovery, we could feel overwhelmed by what lies ahead, by all the changes we need to make. How about I do that one again? <laughs> now, in recovery, we could feel overwhelmed by what lies ahead, by all the changes we need to make. Alone, it may seem too much for us. We're still struggling with addiction one day at a time. We've begun to, the work of recovery, but we may feel we're of too little value to ask another for help. Overwhelming. Wow. Overcoming those feelings with the help of friends, a sponsor, and our higher power can bring a new strength and comfort to our recovery. In asking for help, we feel better about ourselves. When we get the help we need, we're more confident about trying again. A sponsor can enrich our recovery, giving us the objective view we need so badly and offering the personal affection and spiritual support we miss so much. With all this love, we are not alone anymore. Help is here when we need it. Today, please help me ask for help and accept the help I receive with grace. So I guess that could be, you know, that's totally applicable to recovery and it could be applied in real life as well. If you're living a recovery life, I don't think that as an addict, well, and, and I have these lenses on this week about being on the other side of the addict. So I might be a little one-sided on this, but when the very first thing my my brain just went to was asking for help when I was in addiction, what would that look like? It wasn't to be a better person. It wasn't to be connected. It would have been a manipulative, um, can I have help with money? Or can I, you know, can I have help with getting me to the addiction? And that's probably what makes it challenging once we are in recovery to be taken seriously, to move forward, to gain trust. So it's good that we have sponsors and communities, whether it's a 12-step or a Facebook group or whatever, but recovery communities. And I think that's the part, you know, I, I won't tell you that someone who quits. So let's say you're you're sitting there and you quit gambling and you've decided you don't want to do it with a mutual aid group or support. You want to do it on your own. I think it's going to be a lot harder because of days like with what I'm going through. If you're down, you're it's probably going to be so much easier to pick 
the pity pop party instead of the how do I move forward and keep moving through life. Like I should be so grateful that I had this challenge. And if we're trying to get away from an addiction alone, we're not going to feel gratitude per se, or at least we won't have people around us to remind us to be grateful for our recovery. So I, I'm a fan of the support group stuff. I can't tell you how many times that the guys in group or, um, you know, just, just people reach out that you don't expect. They're, they're listening. And it always, it always blows my mind to, you know, wake up to a text or if I have something going on, someone check in on me and be like, hey, how's this going, X, Y, Z. And that's another thing, as, as self-centered as I've been lately, I haven't been doing a good job on that, checking in with some of my people that I should. And, and that's a balancing act in itself, too. Am I, am I doing the right thing by taking care of myself and staying focused so that I could do a better job with some of that stuff later? Or am I failing right now and, and helping other people? And honestly, am I too stressed to do a good job of it? You know, I found myself the last two days getting really crabby with my um, my biking buddy because we're quite opposites. I think I'm a little bit more extrovert. He's more introvert. I'm generally more positive. He's a little bit more, we'll call it realistic instead of negative. <laughs> um but I, I'm trying to teach him. It's funny when when the shoe's on the other foot. Like I'm trying to teach him to find the bright side and stuff. And the only reason I can even do that or know it is because other people taught me how to look at the bright side of stuff. So it's an interesting cycle. Anyway, if you need help, ask for help. And it's it's hard to do. And as I'm learning more about people and the more people I'm exposed to, there's probably, I don't know, 40,000 plus 100. I don't know. There's like exposure to a lot of people's being vulnerable and honest and open in these groups that I'm in. And it shows, you know, they have this network and they help each other. And it's, it's not easy. You can see people struggling. We have to do lives in a lot of cases. So you see it in people's faces and in the words that they're saying. But the key element is that everybody's trying to take a step forward. And there's going to there's gonna be seat bumps, and that's okay, too. I, I was laughing when Eric was telling me, you know, he was trying to give me the, the pep talk last night about, you know, even if I didn't make it and what good came out of it and parts part of me addict part of me wants to be like shut up dude and then recovery part of me is like yeah yeah what he's saying makes sense so when we try to do things alone we can't always see both sides of it that was the moral of that story all right well i'm gonna go learn things and have a good day i hope that you guys do too i apologize for the yawning again wow If I edited, you wouldn't hear it, but I don't edit these. You get 100% Bobby. And if I'm peachy, I'm peachy. If I'm not, I'm not, I guess. Okay, have a good day, everybody. Bye.